welcome Dr. Shushma Singh this side. Today in Unit 28 Globalization, let us start our lecture with topic Globalization and Social Change in India. Mohanty observes that there was by 1980 a change in the social basis of power in the country from a landlord capitalist middle class combination to a capitalist rich peasant regional bourgeois middle class combination. This trend further crystallized in 1990s with globalization and liberalization that linked the Indian bourgeois and the rich peasants with the world capitalist system and the Indian middle class with global information technology. Power remained confined to the privileged section of society. The Dalit and Adivasis continued to stay outside the mainstream power process. Their elites remained dependent agent of the privileged caste and leaders. Swami finds the model of dependent industrialization shaped by globalization as the force that created in India a class of industrialists abashionally subversed to foreign capital. It also created a middle class obsessed with western culture and intensely consumeristic in orientation. This comprendization of upper layers of the society is an important cause of the structural crisis. The latest scenario in India present a picture of diminishing employment, narrowing of market and increase in foreign debt. It presents a development impasse for the common people. Panini focuses his attention on the early years of economic liberalization which signified adoption of a new strategy of development. He finds a new social logic that generated pragmatic consensus on economic reforms in India. Private enterprise and business has gained remarkably social legitimacy, but it is not yet clear that economic reforms are irreversible. There is noticed a trend of increasing social equality deterioration in the conditions of women and rising ethnic conflicts and communalism. However, the social logic of liberalization in his opinion is such that it may counter the tendencies of disharmony and disintegration. But the prevailing condition in fact is unstable and uncertain. There may occur a swing from one extreme to another. Economic liberalization may create prosperity but in the process may increase ethnic strife and conflict. Deshpande highlights the emergence of the new middle class as a key actor today on the national stage in India. This class is playing a role of unprecedented importance 
in the public life of the nation it has an important role in promoting the pragmatic shift from state led planned nationalist development to market oriented structural adjustment and globalization in the country there is a change in self understanding and social position of this class it has acquired the position of an indispensable manner of the ruling block and dominant segment of which are agrarian capitalist and industrial and financial bourgeois deshpande finds upper middle class segment acquiring the maximum benefits of globalization this segment consolidated its position on the basis of the developmental state it is today interpelled by globalization and is now ready to kick the developmental state away as the ladder it no more requires it has graduated to thinking of itself as a portrait of the nation the middle class no more claims merely to represent the people but rather thinks that it is itself the nation palshekhar finds an alliance between the bourgeois and the middle classes the size of the middle class has increased and it has acquired a certain position in the current juncture india's ruling classes require a hegemonic project in context of globalization the middle class can now develop the hegemonic project on behalf of the capitalist class in exchange the co core of the middle class will gain entrance to the ruling coalition lila indicates the trends of global integration through both formal and informal channels the nris for instance are sending remittances for quick and shady windfall returns and for building temples and mosques they are also participating in the culture of predatory capitalism further surplus producing farmers are said to be the beneficiaries and hence supporters of economic liberalization in india they see the advantages of deregulation as in case of sharad joshi of shikhari in maharashtra but another segment of rich farmers have expressed apprehensions about issue like cut in agricultural sub- subsidies and entry of agri business mnc's and so oppose globalization as visible in karnataka western uttar pradesh gujarat etc increase in input cost and decline in price of primary agricultural commodities in the international market affect even the surplus producing farmers in a negative way the farmers are split broadly into two segment one for and the other against globalization the impact of globalization is regarded as being largely negative in india on the weaker 
and the marginalized sections of the society for example small and marginal farmers and agricultural laborers globalization tends to turn agriculture more capital intensive there is a spread of corporate controlled agriculture controlled by global agri business and biotechnology corporations it is geared to growing food and non food commercial crops for market especially for exports capital intensive export driven agriculture has severely affected the poorer peasantry which is reflected in frequent cases of suicides committed by them as in andhra and punjab minimum food security has emerged as a serious problem for both the poor peasantry and agricultural laborers there is a noted adverse impact of globalization on labor and their unions globalization requires reforms of labor laws and introduction of an exit policy with the right of the employer to hire and fire a maximum profit there is a lot of opposition to this in india however a large number of industries have closed down leading to increased unemployment and poverty there are attacks on the wage rates of workers or employees static in real term both the government and the private sector introduced schemes like vrs to throw out the employees it is common to find these days that government arbitrarily stopping payment of bonus freezing da refusing payment of wages salary for months and harassment of employees to leave the traditional industrial working class is getting badly hit due to processes of territorialization feminization casualization and precarization by whom that the new economic policy reforms in india have serious and negative implications for the scs and sts reforms have nothing to offer them except marginalization and displacement increasingly privatization deprive them of jobs growing privatization and commercialization in education affects their social mobility as a result of the receding social security and pds displacement of the traditional labor in the agrarian economy and privatization of jobs the dalits will encounter a major threat to their survival the dalits will get crushed between the increasing price structure and growing unemployment and underemployment here we want to close this lecture thanks for listening